Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the D.C. Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Secret Dump. Uh, I'm Natasha Legero. I'm also Natasha Legero. And Natasha, other Natasha, I noticed that you are, um, well, you have an absurd headphone. It's a lollipop headphone. It is not just a lollipop headphone, Natasha. It, I will say it's very you, but I want you to pay homage to the hobby that brought you that lollipop headphone. Because I don't just randomly have that and allowed you to use it. No, I love it. And what I like about it is I had a turban in my head and I didn't want to put the ugly headphones on. So I can just put this up to my ear. And also another added tip. I don't have to listen to you. Oh, you can take during it off. the podcast. I don't have to use a head. I'm I right only here. need to do that when someone's on the. Honey, um, I'm I'm right here, and whether you have the lollipop in your ear or not, you're still going to hear what I have to say. Which is the only reason that we have that lollipop headphone is because it's a tool of the DJ equipment that I purchased from OfferUp.com. This is like a DJ thing. Yeah. So you look. Oh, sick. I see. You go like this. You look like an old school. Um, a Jamaican slash British DJ that's making the block party hot. What do you think's worse, this lollipop mic or um, like a Bluetooth thing that where a guy's playing video games, like a headset? Honestly, this is cooler because it's at least like this a, is a little cooler. It's a statement. Yeah, it's totally. it's kind of a statement that you're making. Um, by the it. way, you have a beautiful bouquet of flowers in your lap. You brought me these flowers today, right before the podcast. That's yeah. so nice. I by the way, I keep telling Moshe that I'm going to sleep in. And he's like, don't you want to get up? And I'm like, no, I'm going to stay in my bedroom. And no. then he's like, why? Come out here. And I keep trying to hint to him to bring me coffee in bed, but he 
every time does not take the hint. Is it not? Ro- First of all, speaking of romance, I'm a classic romantic. I went to a really nice florist to get you those. Um, this There's a trader that lives in the neighborhood <laughs> named Joe. And I, I happened to, he happened to have a beautiful bouquet of flowers for These you. These are so. actually tulips for the, of the grocery store variety. They mm-hmm. are my favorite. Well, listen, Trader because Joe's. Because tulips um, look beautiful for four days. They change. They transform. They're hardy. They're gorgeous. And you can tiptoe through them. Did you know that? That you didn't. I keep them in. Oh, and you could uh, cut them really short. They look kind of cool. They look really beautiful long. Here's what I want to say to you. Um, the, the, could you put the lollipop headphone back in in order for me to say this to you? Um, does it negate the romantic gesture if you say, I'm going to go back to bed, I'd love a cup of coffee? I have to think think of it. It's been a fail on both fronts. I'm just saying you... I'm just, oh, because then you're like, oh, I'll bring it to you now. Yeah, because I, I didn't think about it. So I go, go back to bed, I'll that bring it to count. you. That doesn't count. Count? I mean, what do you want? You want the coffee in bed <laughs> or do you want it to count? I guess I want, I want to have the lux- luxuriating of not having to get up. But you be ha- like, where's my coffee? It doesn't make sense. You did get up. The the the, the eventually example, no the example that you're referencing. <coughs> you got up, told me loudly you were going back to bed to go read your book, and then I was like, don't you want to read in here with us? And then you were like, no, I think I'm going to read it in bed. I was like, what about the porch? The porch is nice. You could get some sun. So, no, no, I think I'll read my book in bed. And then a half an hour later, you came out and were stomping your feet and going. Oh, I didn't that, stomp my feet. You did. You were wearing galoshes. I did not stomp I my remember feet because I barely cared. You put on galoshes and you came in and you stamped and you said, I'm having a no good, very bad, awful day. But uh, why not just say, I'm going back to bed. You know what I'd love? cup of coffee and then i would remember i do me you do you so when you're trying to get your next partner to bring you coffee oh man she would never she wouldn't (laughs) it's not her style (laughs) i'm just saying she wears one of those um full-time anal plugs with a gem in it so she'll like bend over and you'll see like a, a a fake costume jewelry ruby coming from her bung and um that's what she's up to. She's not bringing co- anybody coffee. She's not asking for coffee. She doesn't need coffee because coffee would make that thing pop right but out. She does have a bung. She has a bung. Okay. Well, listen. Um, she's hot, dude. Her name's Lisa. <laughs> I should introduce you guys, honestly. Okay. It's secret time, secret dump time. And we're going to start off with a couple of listener submitted questions. How to kindly reject someone slash let them know you're not physically attracted to them difficult mm. you have to say that second part you certainly don't have i mean that would be my first go-to you don't have to say like look if you weren't a booga wolf i probably would date you you have a great personality but you have the looks of a warthog why would you even mention that well you would mention it because if you don't say that they might always harbor a chance thinking no. that there's a chance you just say to them i'm not interested in you romantically that's not how i feel about you i mean that's simple you know how many you know how many 10 Instagram model thought supermodels I've had to say that to it had nothing to do with their looks. I had to say, listen, I'm just, I'm not interested in you romantically. I'm a married man. Please stay out of my DMs. I mean, this is, we- this is <laughs> multiples a week. So you have to write back. I'm a married man. Please stay out of my DMs. Yeah. That's what I would recommend. How much can you compliment someone on Instagram if you're married? What's the compliment? It really depends. Like, like, can you tell someone they're attractive via DM? Definitely not. Okay. Of course. Of course. I mean, I'm you, just curious. Have you been doing that? No. Have you been writing Oscar Isaac? I don't even know who that is. Have you been writing the, the Helmsworth brothers? 
No, honey, I haven't. Have you been writing a scars guard <laughs> and letting them know you think they're hot? <laughs> What's happening over here? No, did I'm you write a member of the Velvet Revolvers or what? <laughs> is that a band? Did you write Slash and tell him you think that his hair was attractive? I'm just saying, you like his top hat. Okay, so that's not you can't. Do, well, because sometimes you hear about people like, you know, you're comedians. attractive. I don't know. Like I'm saying, can you tell someone that you're a fan? Now we're talking. Okay. Hey, I'm a big fan, and you're so hot. I mean, what? There's <laughs> such an obvious thing you should not you shouldn't do i'm not that. talking about for me i'm i'm talking about like when you hear about people no you why would you say married something? men flirting with what people married man would tell uh, someone that they're attractive if they weren't trying to fuck them i don't what is the what is the urge to do that you're so hot but don't get me wrong i love my wife and i want to stay with her but i just need to let <laughs> when i see beauty i have to call it out that's ridiculous <laughs> and another r word that we don't use anymore well, uh, okay. Thank you for enlightening me on that. Well, what's your answer though? Okay. Someone's after you, right? You're not married to me. I try to imagine it. I know it's kind of heartbreaking to think about. I've died of stage four lymphoma. And <laughs> it's very specific. What, how many years? Uh, uh, four? Four years out. Yeah. That actually feels perfect. You're ready to get back in the dating game. Okay. But somebody starts to come around. Four years, I think I have a good chance. What do you mean? Like if I'm like in my seventies, it oh. feels like. It might be a different, but I bet you I could find a, a guy I liked. In yeah, a gilf, a gilf hunter. <laughs> Definitely. You, you, a grandpa I'd like to fuck? A grandma I'd like to fuck hunter. Oh, okay. You, you're gilf the gilf. Hunter. Okay. You'd be the gilf, and okay. he's the hunter. He's like 25, and he's very specifically turned on by older women with ge genius comedic timing. Oh, you think when I'm in my 70s, I might want a 25-year-old? I don't know what you're going to want, honey, when I'm dead, and I don't care. <laughs> I'll have moved on. I'll be fucking an angel. <laughs> okay, so tell me, um, you were just explaining something. Okay, so you're in, okay, so you're you're you're, you're I'm four years dead. You've moved on. You're ready to get back in the dating game. Um, our child supports it, and somebody starts to come around, and they're very nice, but they, uh, you know, they've they've got um, yellowing teeth, and they've got bad skin, and and they you just not into them. What is the right way to tell them? But they're like hawking around, you know, they're like a vulture trying to get, trying to land on you and eat some of that carry on. Well, can't you just like not hang out with them? What, what do you mean? Ghost them? Yeah. Well, what if you like the person? What if it's somebody you know? Oh, and you want to be friends with them. Well, I mean, yeah, it doesn't seem like this question was. Well, it's always, you, you have to wait for people to actually make a move because I've done that before where it's been embarrassing where I, I would be like, Hey, just so you know, I wouldn't, I would never date you. Uh huh. That's how you put it. I don't know. It was, the, you would not the, have liked to it. the writer of the question. <laughs> that's not how to do it. Just so you know, I would never date you. But not he didn't even really try to kiss me. And then I was like, Oh, that was awkward. What if he just wanted to be friends? This person got to read a situation. But Okay. So, but in the context of this situation, this person is interested. You know that somehow. How do you let them down easy? And it's not, here's a little hint, letting them down easy is not just so you know I would never date you. <laughs> it's not, that's not letting someone down easy. Okay, how do you say it? I think if it were me, I would say, I think you're awesome, but I don't, I don't feel that way about you. I don't, I don't feel romantically towards you. So. But you'd have to wait for them then to say something romantic. They've which, said something. Which they might, oh, they have would said you, something. Yeah, yeah. Would you like sometimes to, it's just a vibe. Would you like to go out to dinner with me sometime? Natasha? 
Um, I'm asking. It's me. I'm alive again. Okay. Would you like to go out to dinner with me sometime? Okay. Me. Yes. Moshe. Yes. Where would you like to go? No, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm a different guy now. Ooh, I'm ugly. You don't like me. Can we go out? Why don't we go out? Let's make it a date. You and me, get dinner sometime. Oh. I'll take you to Vito's. No, I'm I'm actually not really interested and I'm seeing someone. Oh, that is not cool. <laughs> That's what I would say. The harsh and uncool. Well, okay, you do it to me. See how much better this feels. Uh, hey, Mosh, do you want to go out? It's me, Natasha. It's you? Yeah. You're my wife? Yeah. No, no, no. You got to be an ugly person I'm not interested in. Okay, Moshe, I'm the woman who you don't want to have sex with. Okay. Uh, hey, Moshe, um, I'd, oh, I'd hey. really... Hey, how's it going? Yeah, it's good. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, I, I out here in these streets, you know, grinding. Would you like to go out to dinner with me? Like as a date? I was thinking. <laughs> Fuck no. Are you kidding? I date tens and above, baby. And you, you're barely cracking five. You know what I'm saying? You got it, the wrong guy, dude. Fuck you think you're talking to. What do you shoot for the moon over here? What the, once you fuck it, are you fucking joking right now? You're, you're joking. Okay, okay. No, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt because I assume you're kidding because you could never in a million fucking years touch somebody as hot as me. Are you fucking joking me? I'm sick to my stomach thinking about the concept of being on a romantic date with you. Okay, no, ask me again. Moshe, that yeah. was very funny. Okay. All right. Now tell everyone what okay, they Okay, do it again. Ask me again. Hey, Moshe, I was wondering if you'd like to get dinner sometime. You mean you want to, as a date is what you're saying? Um, I mean, uh, you could call it that, I guess. I, 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 you know, the thing is, I just, I don't know if I feel that way about you. In fact, I don't. I have to be honest. Um, but I think you're an awesome person. And uh, I just don't think I'm the right guy for you because I don't have those feelings for you. Do you still want to maybe be friends? To be honest with you, I don't. I have <laughs> friends already. I have a lot of friends. I wasn't looking have for Have you said that friend. to a woman before? That I have said, yeah. Ooh. No, Pretty but not, not as a rejection. No, I'm talking about when I've asked a person out. Okay, I'll ask you out. Then you reject me and say, maybe we could just be friends. Okay. Okay, so I have done this kind of thing. Hey, uh, hey, uh, uh, Tina, um, do you, you want to go maybe get dinner sometime, you and me? Uh, I... I would, but mm -hmm. I just want you to know, like, I think this should be friends. Oh, well, that's no problem. Um, I was asking you out romantically, and I totally, it's cool that you're not interested in that. But um, I actually don't need any more friends right now. So <laughs> That's so rude. Well, what, am I supposed to go out to, to, to dinner with you? Because I'm like, oh, uh, that was awkward. I guess I'll just commit to having a terrible dinner. I, I would just say. Because you'd be having a dinner with a boner. No, I'd be having a dinner with a person I was trying to date who rejected me, who doesn't want to be on the dinner either. But if somebody, if I said to somebody, I want to date you, and they and they were like, I just want to be friends, I would say, oh, I was asking you out in a romantic way. So uh, that's what I was interested in. Okay, so essentially what you are saying, Moshe, through yeah. all of this hyperbole and hyperbole. Uh, all these tales of, of youth and wisdom, um, what you are saying is you have to be extremely open open like just you have to say exactly oh. what you think you because like my instinct is to lie and say i'm dating someone right well, and then i don't have to talk as much but what you but what then they find out you're not dating someone and they're like oh what an asshole you know it's like why not just be direct it's hard to be direct but that's like the secret to freedom i feel like you just t tell someone what's true oh i'm not interested in you in that way 
I think you're cool, but I just am not interested in you in that way. Oh, I don't actually want, I don't have space in my life for to make a new friend. I, but I do have space in my life to be romantic. I don't know. I just like to be direct and honest because then you never get yourself in trouble trying to figure out what lie you told that person. Yeah, that's a good point. So All anyway. Right. Well, I think, I think that was good advice. Well, there we go. Why don't we um, sec- secret it up? Let me pull up my lollipop. <laughs> Hi, Moshe. Hi, Natasha. Um, I'm a 22-year-old female, and I'm also a monogamous, and I've been in serious relationships since I was 17. Um, Me too. I haven't had sex with casual people, I would say, on casual occasions. And I actually uh, have been single for the past couple months, and I decided to download a dating app and... I found someone, and I had casual sex for the first time in my life, and I got chlamydia. And um, I have chlamydia now. Um, I'm getting it treated. All is well. But this is, like, really fucking embarrassing for me. All right. I love you both. Have an amazing day. (sighs) That sucks. You know why that sucks? Why? It's not the chlamydia. I mean, obviously chlamydia sucks, but chlamydia would will go away. It's one of the good ones. What I mean, I, I actually wanted to Google it. Is it is it like really gross? Is it I don't I think what it's are probably the, really gross. Like you get like um a discharge? Or dat charge. Either one. <laughs> Do you get sores? I think so. I never had it. It's mm. the clap, that's the clap. That don't sound good. But it's I don't not, know anything about or it. Syphilis, the clap. Anyway, the point is How can people prevent this from happening? Well, the can't, a condom. You can't 100% prevent it, but you can't. But condoms help, I think. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if they help all, with chlamydia. I think they do. But anyway, what sucks about this is not the chlamydia, even though that is the uh, the obvious suck. But what sucks about this is that this person will never experiment with sluttiness again. She's like, it's almost like the universe has told her, you were right this whole time. So she's not going to have any more casual fun. But I just got to tell you, most casual sex does not lead to chlamydia. Well, I think that you should enjoy your time as a, as a serial monogamist. It's nice to have those little spurts where you're not, you know, tending to someone's needs. You mean the single parts? Yeah. But how do you have, how do you get physically uh, satisfied when you're in the single valleys? You masturbate, I guess. But masturbation isn't as fun as sex. Well, then you have sex. How? If you're but but if you're someone who falls in love all the time, every time you have sex, right? Here's the thing about it's hard to like give that energy. Here's the thing about serial monogamy that I don't, I'm not jealous of, is yeah, you have a lot of relationships, but you also have you're constantly breaking up with people. You're constantly going through breakups because you're not everything is a serious relationship. So you're always having to have like a finding a way out of a relationship. Do you know how long I've wanted to get out of the relationship I'm currently in? And I have no way, I don't know how to get out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just stick around. No, I'm joking. Well, the good thing about being a serial monogamist is uh, that we have the best personalities. So that's, Is that true? Do you think that's true, really? That's my theory. That's fascinating. So oh, I because have, everybody wants to be with you? Is that what you're I saying? I have such a great personality, Moshe. I'll just find someone, even if I'm an old hag. Wait. Do you think, uh, are you being serious that you think serial monogamists have like really good personality? There is some logic to it. Um, Why not do- necessarily. I kind of said it as a joke. No, but now I'm thinking about it. Like, y- you know, you know how there's certain. They're not the best personality is the most um, uh, tolerant. 
<laughs> Maybe. Because then you end up in these relationships that so might not think be perfect. It's about it's about the person dating accepting a relationship, not that every guy you date or every girl you date wants to be to wife you up. Yes, I think it ha- it's right. it's a combination of all of those things. But I do think that if you constantly find yourself in relationships, it could possibly mean that you don't have that. Your standards are kind of all over the place. Well, like you know how there, there are those. You're very tolerant, like I said. You know how there are those comedians in comedy who everybody has open for them because they're just like such cool people that they all the big comedians be like, I'm gonna have you open for me. I'm gonna have you open for me. Mm-hmm. I wonder if serial monogamists are like that. They're just such cool people. You're like, I'll be your boyfriend. I'll be your boyfriend. I love that you're buying my serial monogamists are better inter- people. I think it's an interesting human. concept. <laughs> Certainly, I would say you probably leave less wreckage in your romantic past than uh, fuck boys and fuck girls. Mm-hmm. That's true. You probably, mo- I mean, you're on good terms with all of your exes. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. I know there's people sticking a pin in a voodoo doll for me somewhere. Really? No, I was a pretty nice guy. But I was like a definitely like, uh, I'll never give you what you want guy. So is that a nice guy? I don't know. But I was always the guy that was like, oh, no, nothing serious, nothing serious, nothing serious, nothing serious. Well, good luck with your chlamydia. Yeah. And uh, we'll be thinking about you. And I hope that the it's not too postulate. <laughs> Postulally? I don't know what's if it's like things that you is it like zits on your vagina? I don't know. I don't, know. don't Google it. I'll I'm tell not you that. going to. Here's the I'm thing. afraid to Google anything. Here's the thing, lady. The, the good news is you got one of the good STDs. It she goes, said she's fine. It goes away. I mean, God, thank God. I'd rather get a a goes away than a sticks around. You know which one really sucks? I don't ever want to get the STD that you have to tell anyone you have sex with before you fuck them that you have that. Which what is it? What which I ones are those? I think herpes. I don't think so. If you anymore. have if you Everybody have genital herpes. herpes or I don't know, there's something I th- or I think I, you're thinking are you thinking of HIV? No. <laughs> that one's important. No, it's not HIV, it's like herpes. I I think so many people have herpes that You've definitely had sex with somebody with herpes. I almost guarantee it. I know I have because he told me. And he was who, like, I was supposed to tell it? you. What was the name of the person? I'm not going to say. <laughs> it would be funny if you did, though. All right. Let's hear another secret. Hi, you guys. So I have a kind of bizarro family secret that I honestly didn't learn about until post-college. I got drunk with my cousin. So um, my mom is one of six sisters. Um, she is the youngest and apparently, um, there was a seventh child that was born, um, in between her and her next eldest sister. Um, he was a boy, uh, my grandmother took him home and, you know, had him for a few weeks until they kind of discovered, you know, this is like the 19. 50s, but they discovered that he was severely mentally handicapped. It was due to some um, prenatal drug that was allowed or recommended at the time. And um, she had five kids at the time and sort of decided that she wasn't able to support, take care of a a child that was at this, you know, at this point. Um, So she put him in a home and my aunt funded it kind of like a bourgeois um, thing, and then no one ever talked about it. No one ever talked about him again. And you know, um, however many years later, it's it's still not a thing that anybody brings up that there was actually a seventh child. And then to make the secret even kind of crazier, because this is all very dark, it needs to get darker. 
Um, my grandmother died at 97. Um, within the same week, her son, this child that she maybe went and saw, you know, twice in her life, died within the same week. Um, my aunts got his ashes, and when they went to go bury um, my grandmother, it was just my aunts and, like, the cemetery guy, and they asked him for a moment to have with their mother to say goodbye, and they secretly dumped my secret uncle's ashes into my grandmother's grave. So there's essentially an unmarked grave where they're buried together, and no one really knows in the family. No one knows about you know, like, it's just been a deep, dark family secret, and now the world knows. So I hope you guys have a good one. I hope you like my dark-ass secret. Bye. Ooh, that was juicy. Got a lot of family lore. That was like a Polanski film. <laughs> that was great. They mixed the ashes together. Was she, she prompted that? No, they she just... didn't ask for it. She just died, and the aunts were like, you know what? You fucking neglectful asshole. And they just dumped the guy's uh, ashes in with her ashes, mixed it up into a slurry. That's wild. Yeah, I do think we are evolving as a species. You think? I don't think so. I don't think. Do you think these days somebody wouldn't send a severely disabled, mentally disabled kid to a home? I'm sure it happens all the time. Right. Does it not? I mean, I think it still does. Well, thank you for sharing that. I think that, um, you know, correcting your family's, um, you know, decisions is important. You, do you think that that's a adequate, um, like, cleanup of that moral abrogation of abandoning your child to a facility? What is a cleanup? To dump its <laughs> his ashes into the mom's ashes. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying she needs to, you know, just try to be upstanding in her life in The ways. woman calling? I don't know. Don't you feel like you've got to, that would make me sad if I thought my family did something like that. Oh, would it? I think so. I don't know. I mean, geez, I don't know. If you found out you had a secret brother that was sent away to a home, would you feel ashamed? I would feel like i don't know yeah it's it's very, very i would hard to it dep- also depends if you have a relationship with them you definitely don't they were right. in a home would you want uh, let me ask you a question natasha would you want my ashes intermingled with yours i kind of would like my own you wouldn't want my ashes intermingled no, you, you can come how on. about a tablespoon of it just <laughs> a little bit not the whole thing <laughs> just a sprinkle on top you can have a little bit if you died natasha i want you to sprinkle my ashes Mm-hmm. Off the coast. Yeah. Maybe on one of your surfing trips. Oh, that sounds nice. And then... Um, That'd be a great trip. You absolutely. can put a little... It'd be a lot of fun with my boys. <laughs> and then... Oh, but then how would we intermingle our ashes? Well, you're d- if you die first... It doesn't make sense. Uh, we're probably not going to intermingle, but I'll tell you this. If you do die first mm-hmm. um, and I'm sexually active, I commit to taking your ashes and grinding them into uh, in a mortar and pestle with some... Uh, maybe olive oil or petroleum <laughs> jelly and using it for, for lubricant for my next partner. <laughs> That's so gross. It's romantic, you mean. <laughs> you know what I'll do? This is what I'll really do. 
This is what I really do. I won't, I won't use it as lube. Coconut oil would probably work. Ooh, that would be good. Grinding <laughs> some coconut oil. Be like, it's, a little gr- it's a little gritty. Wait, why? and then the woman would have like my mm-hmm. ashes up in her like. That's why. That, that way, anytime I made love to that woman again, a little part of me would be making love to you still. You know? Because it would still sort Ew. of be in there. Stop it. Okay, here's what I would <laughs> do. do. Here's that. what I would do if you died first. You my gothic. Next, my next girlfriend. Yes. I'll sprinkle a little bit of your ashes in her coffee and I'll bring it to her in bed. <laughs> just a little bit, just a sprinkle, a touch. All right, honey, let's hear another secret. Okay, one more. Um, hi, I am leaving a secret for the secret hotline. I just, um, I don't know what it is, but something about going to the movie theater just makes me incredibly horny. It doesn't matter what movie it is. It could be a Marvel movie. It could be a horror movie. It could be a comedy starring Seth Rogen. Something about being at the movies makes me really horny. Don't know why. Anyway, that's my secret. Bye. She gets horny at the movie theater. No matter what the movie. What is what a strange thing human sexuality is. I'm trying to think if I ever I never had gave a hand job in a movie theater. Or but anything. she's not even saying that. She's right. saying I go to the movies, I get horny, period. And not when I watch a movie at home. It's when she's in the theater. That's so interesting. By the way, did you hear the the crow cawing in the back of her secret? No. In the beginning? <laughs> did you hear it? It should have been the last secret. That woman needed a crow cawing. The the dead, dead disabled guy getting sprinkled into his mom. That needed a crow. But this. Get horny at the movie theater. Do you have anything that always makes you horny? I don't. Yeah, like hot weather, I guess. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Actually, it's a little bit warm today. <laughs> How many secrets was that? <laughs> Maybe we should wrap this bad boy up. Oh, uh, okay. If you know what I'm saying. If you'd like to leave a secret, call us at 213-222-8608. Or if you want to be on the podcast, send us an email about all of your drama. EndlessHoneymoonPod at Gmail. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, follow us at EndlessHoneymoonPod at Instagram or Find our Patreon. Become a member of our community. Patreon slash Endless Honeymoon. Don't be jealous because I'm a professional voiceover artist. It did sound very pro. Thank you. Uh, Subscribe to our YouTube and subscribe to our Patreon if you want. What if I do it more like a Richard Attenborough? If I go like like more of a nature documentary. If you'd like to leave a secret, give us a call at 213-222-8608. We'll be standing by. Any good? That's really good, hon. Thank you, babe. Hey, I love you. I love you too.